Welcome to the Skillshot Pincast, episode 35. I'm Graham. I'm Kayla. And we're doing another Skillshot Showcase today. Uh, just the two of us. We're going to talk about a much beloved game. Technically, perhaps the most beloved game, at least based purely on numbers of mm-hmm. all time. The Adams Family, of course. Um, gosh, where to begin? Uh, well, <laughs> we were just talking about the numbers, so yeah. let's start there. Um, 20,756, is that what you said? Uh, for, the, uh, for the original? Regular edition. 20,270. 270. And, and then you said there was another 1,000 on top of that? Yeah, on the gold edition that yeah. came out in 94, two years later. Yeah, I have no idea which one's the next closest, but I don't think it's even close. Yeah, I have no idea what the next one. Maybe Twilight Zone might have a lot there. I don't know. Probably. But it's uh, Pat Lawler and Lamar. What's his last name? It's a guy's game. Uh, Larry DeMar? Yeah, Larry DeMar. Or Lamar for short. I don't know. <laughs> I'm making this up. Yeah, Pat Lawler and Larry DeMar did uh, the design work. Mm-hmm. Concept was Pat Lawler. Uh, John Yusey did the artwork. Yeah. Um, music and sound by Chris Graner. Anyway, just great all around. Everybody who's played that game knows, like, even if it frustrates the hell out of you, like, it's a pretty incredible game. Pretty immediately, mm-hmm. uh, admirable, if not lovable. Um, because it doesn't have a ball save, so it's very freaking frustrating. It very much is. Uh, the Adams Family, most potently in my memory, is the game that I would play at Pietro's Pizza as a little kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just put a couple quarters in and have my balls drain real fast, and i just get really frustrated and think, like, why am I bothering? Pinball is right. stupid in this game of chance. I'm going to play some Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, so Street so, Fighter's not gonna just KO you in one punch. Nope, I can mash buttons until uh, I get knocked out, yeah. and maybe I can mash buttons until I knock the other guy out. Like, there's a lot of nice dumb luck that works there. Physics mm-hmm. isn't working against you in a game yeah. like Street Fighter uh, or Mortal Kombat or what have you. Um, yeah, so so Adam Family always sticks out in my mind as the game that kind of duped me into thinking that pinball was not worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a huckster. It really is truly a huckster. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but I've had some other good moments with Adam Stanley. I remember, for example, there was a, a Shorty's Monthly Tournament uh, many years back where I was matched up against uh, Matt Cohen mm-hmm. uh, on Adam's Family, and he got like $180 million on his first ball. It's pretty great. Yep. Terrified me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still lost to him, but I uh, Did rallied. Did up some back. slack? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there's nothing like playing somebody that's way ahead of you and just having that like desire to come back and like make up just try to prove your worth Mm -hmm. and also just like learn from like the way they play too this yeah the best way to learn is just play with somebody better than you and and you know mean it um but i think i i closed out with 270 million on that game after like draining like basically straight up draining on my first ball yeah so felt pretty good about that um anyway yeah adam's family is a game of many faces to me. And that Adam's Family at Shorties has been there forever. It really has. Mm-hmm. It really has. Maybe since it came out. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I think Shorties is a little younger than the game. I think so, too. I think it's late 90s or mm-hmm. so. Um, Kayla, what's your experience with Adam's Family? Any memorable um, moments? Just kind of it was that game that's everywhere for a long time. And then when I was going to Shorties a lot, I finally sat down, like actually watched Andy play it. And it's like, oh. That's how you get good at this game. Uh, yeah, multi-balls aren't really how I want to play it. It's just I want to go through for mansion rooms and, and ramps and see how long I can keep the ball alive and see if I can get to touring the mansion because it's a pretty accessible wizard mode. Mm-hmm. You just do the same thing over and over again. Yep. Like There's a lot of wizard modes in other games that are difficult because you have to qualify a number of different shots and styles of shots and you know some are timed. Adam's family, you just do ramp chair, ramp chair, ramp chair, and then if if you do that enough times, you have all the mansion rooms lit, and then you tour the mansion. Yeah, pretty straightforward. Um, and Andy, uh, you know, friend of the show, Andy Burton, second place Andy, uh, who Kayla mentioned, uh, has written not one but two fantastic articles mm-hmm. for Skillshot. Uh, the most recent of which was in our last uh, issue that just came out. So look for that on. Just two weeks ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quote unquote news stands around. Right. Uh, Look for it on pinball machines around Seattle. Exactly. 
Um, yeah, and the most recent one is called Highway to the Danger Zone. It's about, uh, ultimately, it's about managing the most troublesome spots mm-hmm. on the machine. Uh, let me just pull that up so I can actually speak uh, with authority to it. Um, let's see. The first danger zone is the graveyard exit shot from the mini thing flipper. Um, yes, so... Over on the left side of the machine. Mm-hmm. And it's very tempting, as he says, to to use that little thing flipper. But Andy recommends that you don't. Mm-hmm. And that's... I mean, this is to the point that you just made, too. Like, um, it's it's enticing to go after multiballs and stuff like stuff like that. But, uh, uh, but Andy ha- has uh, outlined the fact that there's a better way on yeah. a number of uh, levels. Like... Just points wise, entertainment wise. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Just keep it alive and focus on the things that you know how to do well. Like he and I were playing Black Knight 2000 two weeks ago at Flip Flip. And he was trying to figure out how to save the ball from the kick out on the right side from the Black Knight on lower play field. Like once it, or after it comes from the top to the bottom, once it kicks out from there. And he said that, you know, live catch won't work. Trap won't work. Um, you know, all these things of trying to deaden the ball and stop it to keep it on the right flipper in order to hit some left shots back up to the upper play field wouldn't work. So I said, what about if you just try nothing, try a dead pass? And he did that and it bounced right over and trapped every single time. And he's like, that's great. All I need to do is keep, keep the ball in play. He's like, I just want to not drain. And then if I don't drain, I do better and I play longer and I have more fun. Yep. There we so go. It's not even about like setting up the best shots. It's just keeping your ball in play. Yeah, keeping the ball in play, which means that you're going to be a calmer player, too. Or as our friend Jared emailed us recently, keep that shit alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we will talk more about Jared and his emails and the fun that he uh, And his hospitality. Yes, true hospitality. Um, We love having listeners like Jared. Shout out to Jared. Um, Yeah, so uh, anyway... uh, Mike's uh, Graham is having a hard time with his buddy Mike over there. Yeah, the cord keeps getting pinched like a balloon. There we go. And what so, is happening? Yeah, technical difficulties on the on the Skillshot Studios front. I know it's shocking. We're professionals over here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We've had this pro setup for so long. Mm-hmm. I'm sure our listeners would be shocked to find out that we have any shoddy equipment at all. <laughs> at all. Um, Just a bunch of matchsticks and shoe boxes over here. Pretty much. Tin cans for uh, for microphones. I wish. Actually, it might sound kind of cool. Yeah, we should try that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'll just bring a bunch of tin foil next time. We'll wrap around the pop filters. Perfect. Perfect. Um, yeah. So uh, so Andy uh, outlines three danger zones to avoid. Uh, the first one being that graveyard exit shot uh, from the mini thing flipper. So yeah, maybe you want to hit that thing flipper. You want to mm-hmm. you want to flip that ball over to the graveyard. Leave Don't. it be. Yeah. yeah. And just leaving it be, though, might not be enough, as I experienced just earlier tonight when I was uh, testing out his Danger Zone sure. pieces. He he outlines this as well. Um, give it a bit of a nudge. You want to keep it away from the left out lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a forward nudge as it comes down the flipper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because otherwise it might it might hit that little uh, that little. Uh, component between the two left in lanes and, and bounce right out. Yeah, that little rail guard there. Mm-hmm, the rail guard. Um, so this is to keep in mind. This is his instructions are pretty specific to the flip flip one. Mm-hmm. So uh, each machine plays a little different, but these are ways that work on ours down the street. Absolutely, and maybe and this is something that I was thinking about when I was playing earlier today. So I'm glad you mentioned that, mm-hmm. uh, especially with the Adams family uh, compared to just about any game like the fact that there are never any ball saves it's critical to get to know that particular game yeah. before you find yourself in a in a tournament setting or mm-hmm. before you take yourself a little too seriously even yeah. if you're just playing for fun like you're you need to know how the kickouts are yeah exactly you need to know how those kickouts work you need to know how the ball is going to roll along the play field mm-hmm. uh before you get yourself too involved and that's because- why you win that coin toss mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can watch the person in front of you <laughs> that's right that's right that's why you go n- later rather mm-hmm. than sooner um yeah so so you know lay off the uh lay off the thing flipper give it a little nudge and make sure that it safely feeds into one of the left in lanes there um and of course if you activate thing flips then thing will flip and that's something that i learned very recently and i'm embarrassed oh, really? about yeah remember i think you were there when uh, i think you told me actually Kayla. Oh, okay yeah like 
I've, I've played that game for years and I just always naturally wanted to yeah. flip thing that I was always like hitting the left flipper around the same time that mm-hmm. the thing flipper would flip. And you anyway. just thought you were just like super accurate. I, I genuinely <laughs> thought that I was, I was doing it. Um, <laughs> turns out no. Yeah. If you even, uh, depress the button at all, if, like I've tried it where you just keep the button completely pushed in right before thing flipped activates and it will still like drop the flipper down and then coil recoil, I guess like, mm. and then, um, hit the ball as if the button was pushed in time. So it's an automated thing. You can't do anything about it. It's happening no matter what. Just embrace it. It's Mm going to happen. Let it happen. The AI gets better over time. Uh, Something that Bo and I were talking about today, he uh, mentioned that Baywatch had one of these after the fact, but they couldn't use the same mechanism that uh, Williamson Valley did because it was a a Sega game. We just talked about this. I think so. Um yeah, Sega game. I mm. thought it was stern. It was Sega, but yeah, they did shark flips on Baywatch, and it didn't. They couldn't use the mechanism that Williams had built, so it didn't work as well. I see. I see, and maybe that's why we don't see Baywatches everywhere, like we yeah. see the Adams Family. Might um, <laughs> well, be one of the reasons. One of many, many reasons. Um, all right, so let's just keep going through the Andy's danger zones here. I think that's a good way to start it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, second danger zone are the kickouts themselves, so the electric chair in the swamp. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything that Andy says in this article, like, honestly, like, I- I'm glad you're listening to us right now. I hope that it's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> but you should really just sit down and read Andy's article, especially um, not don't just read the, the print version, which is, you know, great and all. But if you go to skill-shot.com along the sidebar, of uh of andy's article uh there's a glossary by kayla that uh goes through all of the different terms that he has for trying mm-hmm. to uh trap and maintain the ball got um, a jargon glossary there mm-hmm. yeah and and a lot of you are probably already familiar with uh what these may mean but i bet there are a few that you might not recognize there were a few that i wasn't sure when he was writing it i was like oh i guess i see what he means but mm-hmm. yeah yeah there might even be terms that like you're familiar with the concept, mm-hmm. but you just haven't had it spelled out. Yeah. So then it's always helpful to revisit that sort of thing anyway. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, the kickouts are the second danger zone. Um, um, and <laughs> when I was reading this article earlier today, I was kind of kicking myself because in, in the article, it says the second danger zone are the kickouts. Oh yeah. So we got some singular plural, Whoops. uh, you know, yeah. fighting there. Mm-hmm. Whoopsie do. Um, anyway, Yep. Um, there are a number of different ways you can try to stop that. I personally, I go with the live catch almost yeah. every time. On both sides? On both sides. It tends to work. But uh, I was trying to untrain myself a little bit today and just let that mm-hmm. dead pass happen. I am not good at do- letting myself do dead passes. And it's one of my greatest flaws. You want to know how I get better player. at that? How's that? Play one-handed. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. kind of forced to just accept mm-hmm. it. Yeah. That's a good call. Because then you don't have the time to get over there and... And by the time you do get to your flipper, it's already bounced over. You'll be like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it works all the time. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Um, so you actually live catch it where you meet the ball with the with the flipper mm-hmm. and not just trap. Mm-hmm. Wow. That well, seems dangerous. Well, I mean, I, the, the live catch is kind of a trap the way I do it, I guess. Oh, do you keep the flipper up and then let the ball make contact with the flipper? Or do you kind of meet them at the same time? I, I try to bring it up at the same time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like pad it a little bit. Yeah, and if and if you're bringing it up a split second beforehand, it's kind of like six one half dozen of another. I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's just kind of where my reflexes are at. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not necessarily recommended. It seems to work for me most of the time, but probably doesn't work for me as much as I should have it work for me. Um, Gotta hey, try you on that dead pass. That's right. It's all the, about that dead pass. It, it is the one flip flip does it consistently every single time. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. I was playing it earlier today. And then you can trap from there, and you can backhand the chair or hit a ramp. So easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, last but not least, the third danger zone that Andy outlines is the right in lane. Um, I know it's a shocker for everyone. Left know, out right? lane, left in lane, out lane, center, basically, <laughs> and then the other in lane, out lane area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, there's... There's always a little bit of a trick to it anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I won't go through all the uh, particulars of what he says there, but, you know, a- Andy works it out real well. He has a beautiful uh, little chart that he made as well as to, to where to shoot for next uh, to maximize your points. And, mm-hmm. and again, Kayla has a great glossary that 
we've got on the sidebar that has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, over 10, uh, 13 or 14 different uh, terms outlined. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you might be familiar with, with all of them, but it never hurts to brush up. And I'm sure a lot of you aren't familiar with all of them and it's worth getting a sense of it. Yeah. Trying it out on at the Adams Family or another game. Use it at the water cooler today when you're at work. That's like, right. I did a dead pass last night at pinball. And be like, what's that, Maggie? What was? What's a dead pass? <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, I'll explain. <laughs> and then you pull up your phone mm-hmm. and you go to the glossary and you just, you can read verbatim. I don't care. Yeah. Put your They're own spin on it. They're not going to know, Maggie. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, They'll know you. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the other the other article that Andy wrote for us was way back in October 2012. How to maximize your balls. Mm-hmm. I mean, half your extra balls. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> what was it called? Uh, getting the most extra balls from the Adams family. Which I think he lets you know how to get nine or 12. How many? It's, uh, it's pretty ridiculous. Let's yeah. see. He says you can muster a 12-ball game. 12 balls. Ridiculous. Yeah. I watched him play probably nine balls the other night, like two night, two weeks ago. He put up a couple billion point games. And it's funny because our friend Eric Gus is the grand champ of the one in Flip Flip. Mm-hmm. And his initials are red, R-E-D, because he's a ginger. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so every time that Andy got a new high score, he would go B-L-U <laughs> or G-R-N. <laughs> so <laughs> there's all color high scores on there now. Excellent. Yeah, honestly, if you just follow Andy's tips with uh, the danger zones and how to manage them best and, mm-hmm. and how to maximize your extra balls, you're going to be sitting pretty under almost any set of circumstances. It's pretty pretty certain. But uh, out, outside of that, um, Kayla knows this game a lot better than I do. So uh, we're going to play roles that we often do in the show where I ask dumb questions <laughs> and Kayla gives informed answers. All right, I'll do my best. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure here. Yeah, well, um, so so what do you go for in like when you start a game? When you plunge it? Yeah. Skill shot? Yeah, right? Yeah. Every time. Um, because, it, I mean, if you miss the skill shot, most of the time, it's just going to be falling back down that ramp anyway. It's going to come down the swamp sometimes if mm-hmm. you do a medium plunge mm-hmm. or, I guess, a short plunge, I guess. Um, or, yeah, it'll come. It'll either loop all the way around to the pops, and then you're kind of in trouble. Yeah. Uh, you don't really want that. Yeah, there are basically three outcomes. Yeah. Um, either it's going to fall short, going to come out that swamp kick out. And, you know, if you're paying attention to the danger zones or you're just managing that sort of thing, well, you're, you're going to know how to deal with that. Yeah. Um, you're either hitting the skill shot or, or you're hitting near it and it's going to kind of just fall around either that way, upright yeah. flipper there. It's going to come around the vault. Yeah. And you're going to have time to deal with it. You're going to either hit it with that upright flipper probably, or not. Yeah. Unless you... I usually try to hit that because you get Me another too. million points there. Yeah, train wreck or hit that ramp. Or, yeah. Yeah, why not? Um, usually it doesn't fall too crazy even if yeah. you miss one of those. Um, or then, as you mentioned, the pop bumpers if you hit it too far. Mm-hmm. But if you're going for the skill shot, it, you're almost, unless you really don't know what you're doing, it's probably not going to go all the way through to the pop bumpers. Yeah, unless you do a full plunge. Absolutely, it will. Exactly, yeah. And and like you said, like that's the craziest thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like, and you can always look at the, like every pinball machine of the last like 20 30 years has little gauges on the window for the plunger that's right yeah the so, little measurements yeah there. so you could totally like just look at where you left your plunger how far back you pulled it the first time and where that went and if that was too far then do it a little softer you mm-hmm. know and the cool thing about adam's family's wall it doesn't have a ball save if the the score is still flashing at you then you haven't hit a switch and you're fine to drain. Mm-hmm. So if I ever get around that skill shot and I don't get points for it or I don't hit it and the score is still flashing, I just let it go. Try yeah. again. And it's usually going to drain right down. Pretty yeah, easy. down the center. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's a trick that you can take into a lot of games too. Yeah. Um, especially a lot of games from like the early 90s onward. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't hit a, a proper switch, just let it ride. Yeah. I don't know how many times I've tried to hit like... You know, I've I've played like Ripley's Believe It or Not, and I've just let it drain over and over yeah. and over again because I haven't quite hit that, and I haven't hit like the and that skill shot's stones. huge too. Mm-hmm. It's like a million points every time, or two million, million, two million, three million, I think. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's very significant in that game in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. So Another great. Pat Lawler game. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Um, so then, yeah. So if you get your skill shot. I usually go for the um, million plus ramp because then you're just 
getting it fed to your left flipper and you can go for a uh, ramp after that or a chair. I mean, after that, mm-hmm. but that doesn't always work out. I usually get the swamp <laughs> mm-hmm. and let it dead bounce over backhand to the chair. Usually whatever's the first thing that's going to be lit is the mamushka. So that's why I'm so sick of hearing that music. The mamushka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I did like within the last year, watch Adam's family again and it really came. I, I appreciate the movie a lot more after playing the game. for oh, so really? long. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, so is it safe to say, um, this is my impression, but perhaps I could be corrected. If you, if you do activate the mamushka, whether on the first time that you hit the chair or later, that is one of the few moments where you really would like to just get the ball into the pop bumpers. Probably, yeah. Cause it's, it's just helpful. all about just getting as many like switches going as possible. It's a points. 20 sec- 20 second timed round mm-hmm. where all the targets are 250 points a piece. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty nice. 250,000. Yeah. Yeah. So every four switches, you're getting a million points. Yeah. That's it's pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. And if, so if you've got them in the pop bumpers, then you're racking up those millions pretty fast. Mm-hmm. And that comes at the end of the game. So don't tilt. Those points come later. That's right. Yeah, it's one of those games where the bonuses, uh, where you really get the points that you've mm-hmm. built up. Uh, I guess we can just go right to left from there because Mamushka is the bottom right corner. Yeah, let's do it. Then you have Cousin It. Mm-hmm. There's another 20 second round uh, where all targets score 200k, um, and each kit hit to Cousin It increases the target value by 50,000 points. Okay. And scores 2 million points cap, I think. I don't know. And scores 2... Oh, and scores 2 million. caps that per target at 2 million. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm reading off a tutorial that I found online. Just very handy. Uh, it says, The timer used in this and all other timed rounds will stop whenever the ball in play is in an eject or a tunnel. So that's cool. So if you hit the swamp or the chair, it just it stops your timer because it knows that you can't have the ball in play. Um, what's it called in bas- baseball or basketball? <laughs> uh, shot clock kind of thing. Oh yeah. 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 But I guess that's the opposite <laughs> where shot clock's ticking. Um, so yeah, you can kind of stretch that out a little bit. So it's going to feel longer than 20 seconds. Um, and that also scores at the end of the ball. So don't tilt that either. Mamushka and cousin Nick come later. And then next to that is graveyard. Mm-hmm. that's another one that you kind of want to be in the pop bumpers it's helpful but it still is dangerous you don't have to go for any of these modes you can just ramp chair and ramp chair out like get the toward the mansion not yeah. a big deal in, in some ways it's just better to have your eyes mm-hmm. on the prize I mean it depends on how you want to play maybe you want to try to figure out how to master the modes and all that but yeah those pop up bumpers especially in the Adams family when they're so far down the play field mm-hmm they could just shoot out at any angle, almost. And there's five of them, right? Like, there's are quite there? a few. Yeah. Oh, I thought there were only four, but you might be right. Oh, maybe there are. I'll take a look at the play field there. Let's see. Google. No, you're right. Grand there are five. Kayla. There are five. Nice. Well, numbers memory is pretty good. <laughs> all right. Graveyard at max. Uh, advances all the jet bumpers to flashing status. So, um,. They will be flashing lights instead of dark or solid light. Um, so each jet now advances the graveyard value by 30k until the end of the current ball. At the beginning of the next ball, the, all jet bumpers will return to unlit status. That makes sense. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of a free for all. Uh, your your pop bumpers are at max. Um, the next to that is three million. You just get three million points. Um, pretty easy. Oh yeah, and then on the so on the gold edition of this, the three million point room will take you as a trap door to another room. So that's pretty freaking lucrative if you're playing gold edition. Can you see what I mean? So like on the regular Adams family, you just get awarded the three million, mm-hmm. but on gold edition, Wednesday and Pugsley will take you to a trap door to another room, and you get credit for you get a two for one mansion. Gotcha. And then above that. Six million points, pretty pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Um, the next to that is the quick multi-ball. Again, like if it's not obvious to anyone, but you relight the mansion rooms by hitting the bear kick ramp. So every time you collect a mansion room, you need to relight the, the rooms by hitting the bear kick. 
Um, so this lights quick multi-ball, and that's at the thing eject uh, up in the back behind the vault. Um, so you can hit that shot by either that mini ramp next to the right side ramp, that little pop-up guy, mm-hmm. um, or you can whip it around to the skill shot. But, uh, yeah, either way, you need to get it into that little saucer that the skill shot starts at, and that will start your quick multi-ball. That opens up the the vault, I believe, and then you just want to – you can sometimes backhand that vault shot, which is pretty cool. It looks really impressive, and it gets you a jackpot. <laughs> so, um, Let's see. This this uh, tutorial says during quick multiple the vault will be open and will score five million points. The value increases by one million each time vault mi- millions is collected, or the center ramp is hit up to a maximum value of ten million points. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I usually tell you know I'll tell my friends that it's called quick multiball because that's how long it lasts. Yeah, <laughs> it's a two ball thing. It doesn't always. I don't do a lot with it. If I can backhand a couple uh, vault jackpots, then We'll do that, but otherwise, I'm just going to play it as long as I can, and if things start to get a little hairy, I'll just let one of the balls go. Um, so then we've got the tunnel hunt. Mm-hmm. That's just tunnel hunt. Yeah. Um, do you know where the tunnels are, Graham? Uh, aren't they just the uh, the kickouts? There's the two kickouts, and there's a third one, which is the thing eject, I believe. Oh, Okay. So that's just to hit that that kind of back center shot then? Yeah. So Same one that you would do for the extra ball and thing multi-ball and stuff like that? Yeah, so it was the vault. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, ch- the electric chair, the swamp, and the vault. Okay. Uh, in any order, and they score 5, 10, then 15 million points. Yeah, you can rack them up real fast on Tunnel Hunt if, you're, if, you're, if your aim is true. Mm-hmm. So what was it, like a year and a half ago, two years ago, Kevin Burrell... Um, did a he ran one of our first Sunday tournaments at Shorty's, and it was a chess themed tournament where you had you were like Bobby Fishering out on pinball, <laughs> and yeah, like a chess clock. So you played until you drained your ball, and then you tapped your chess clock, and so you each had like three minutes on the clock or whatever. And whoever ran out of time, if you ran out of time, that's just it. We punch your balls, but you want to put up as many points as you can in three minutes. And if you drain, you tap it over to the other side. Sometimes you have time left. Sometimes you have balls left. Doesn't you know? It just depends on how you played. Mm-hmm. But he did qualifying for that first, and I think you got like thirty seconds to play Adam's family, mm-hmm. and then he would record your score, and the highest scores got the best seed. I got like fourth highest seed because I started um, tunnel hunt mm-hmm. in thirty seconds and hit all three shots. I'm like oh, fifteen million right there. That's plus awesome. my two million skill shot. I was up sure. to almost twenty million points in thirty seconds. That's pretty fantastic. So, that was my my excitement for really fun tunnel hunt. Idea. Yeah, it's cool, right? <laughs> it's an efficient idea too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, you'd, be, you'd be surprised. People were complaining to high heaven about the qualifying round. Oh, I'm sure because it's there's shorties and there's one game about. and people need to go get hot dogs and cigarettes and Rocco's pizza and not <laughs> whatever you know. <laughs> They're too busy doing the other things that aren't pinball, and then they get bored and they get pissed off. Anyways. But this is some pretty great um, Angelica Houston acting part in this this guy. So you got, you know, Morticia saying, you know, perhaps it's in here. Look, darling, just what we've been searching for. Mm-hmm. All these, yeah, just, it's it's pretty good earworm acting there. Yeah, they've got a lot of the original cast uh, actually part of it, right? Uh, so it's Raul Julia and um, Angelica Houston are the only voices It's just there. the two of them? I, th- that's mm-hmm. enough, really, just frankly. Just the two of them. <laughs> I yep. mean, they're fantastic anyway. They're fantastic. So. What else has Raul Julia been in? Oh, boy. Was he in Hook? I feel like he should have been in Hook. I don't <laughs> think he was, but we'll find out I feel momentarily. Like they um, they made him younger he, and made him part of the Rufio clan. He died way no. too early. He died yeah. in 94. That's crazy. Jeez, so like two years after the movie came out? Yeah, a year he, after he just had enough time to be in Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values, more Jesus or less. Christ. Um, he was in Street Fighter, the movie, as M. Bison. Wow, really? Yep. Uh, Tequila Sunrise, Mac the Knife, Presumed Innocent, The Rookie. and Not a lot of movies that like people are really... I know Mac the Knife, all right. Yeah. From like 1989, Mac the Knife? Yeah, I think so. 
Um, I've he seen was it before. Roger Corman's Frankenstein Unbound as Victor Frankenstein. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm looking back and like a lot of this stuff like is not. It's Nothing's not really stuff, jumping out at you. It's not stuff that I'm super familiar with. Mm-hmm. Maybe other people would like. He was on. He was on Sesame Street a few times. Oh yeah, he was on five different episodes in Sesame Street in the early seventies. I kind um, of remember him and Snuffleupagus doing something. Oh yeah, he was Raphael on that. Uh, the Escape Artist, A Life of Sin, Kiss of the Spider Woman, uh, <laughs> Mussolini, The Untold Story, a TV miniseries. So Adam's feeling like Gomez Adams kind of his breakout here. So what we're saying, it kind of feels like that. Like it's definitely, I think, at least for our generation, and probably most generations adjacent to ours, the only thing that you would really recognize him in, which is crazy because he's so singular in yeah. that role. You know. He was born to be Gomez. He really was born to be Gomez. I don't know. Like the original. Have you watched the original TV show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah, it is fine. It's like, you know, basically but the monsters may have been ripping them off or they were, were ripping the funnier. monsters off. Yeah. Yeah. The monsters was a little more cheesy. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, like they were kind of interchangeable. Mm-hmm. I really felt like the movies set them. I don't know. Maybe we've got bias too. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Generational bias. Hey, if you're you're an old fart out yeah. there, let us know if we're wrong. Yeah, please <laughs> write into us at skillshoppincast at gmail dot com and tell us why we're wrong about the original. Adam if you got Stanley your comfy TV sneakers show. and old man pants on, and you thinking about old Adam's Family episodes, why they're awesome? Let tell, us know. Tell us about how whoever the hell played Gomez. I know, isn't that terrible? We're just right. like, yeah, the the original is all right. We don't even know who played him. Whatever. We have Raul the internet Julia in front rules. of us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, he Raul Rule is. <laughs> Moving on. All right. <laughs> um, Graham's stretching over there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. What's next, Graham? What is next? Have we toured the mansion all the way through? Not uh, yet. We're close, though. Um, oh, so you're asking me literally what's next? I know oh, what's boy. next, but I'm trying to get you involved. Okay. Well, I've got it right here in front of me. So. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you did the tunnel hunt. Have we done seance yet? No. Okay. Is knock that three next? times. Knock three times. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the triple knock, by the way, in Tacoma. I still yeah. haven't been there yet. Have you? I have. Uh, is uh, it as good as people say? It is probably better. Oh, wow. Know. It's pretty okay. great. Okay. I went to one of their Wednesday night tournaments and got fourth place. I got $10. Very nice. It made up for all the gas I spent sitting in traffic getting to Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> but no, their games are great. I miss that Metallica. I miss the Ghostbusters. They're all down there. Mm. Mousing Around did me in. <laughs> I was like, I know this Mousing Around like the back of my hand. No problem. And then huh. my friend beat me instead. So I'm going to just ignorantly say what I think the seance is, and then you're going to correct me. <laughs> Okay. Um, seance, uh, the power is on. So, yes. uh, you know, you've got that magnet throwing around the ball like no other. Like, mm-hmm. I think the Adams Family does that best, frankly, mm-hmm. of all the games with magnets that throw balls around. It just feels right with yeah. the Adams Family. But, uh, you, you want to knock three times on, uh, the ramp, yep. uh, to the start multi ball, right? Oh, no, you're not starting a multi ball. What are you starting with? You're seance? just getting points. It's like the tunnel is hunt. That it? Yeah. Okay. That's how little I've actually completed sales. Oh, sure. I don't even know what it accomplishes. It feels so good when you do it, though. Just oh, yeah, like, I bet. The replay knock, but like once, twice, three times. Like, it's just people are like, what the hell is going on over there? <laughs> if you do it in like pretty quick succession. So, yeah, it's another 20 second mode. And yeah, you just go up the bear kick ramp three times but the power is on so things mm-hmm. are getting a little wackadoodle in there <laughs> and um i watched andy he times it out he, he'll like trap the ball for a second and then wait for the power to deactivate and then he'll make a shot i don't think he even cares about the seance i think he just wants to get through it mm-hmm. but yeah i like the seance because it makes everyone pay attention to your game but yeah it always comes around to the thing mini flipper um so you have to be that's your little danger zone again you can mm-hmm. give a little nudge and you're tempted to use that thing flipper but andy recommends that yeah. you don't and you should listen to andy yeah pretty much because i used to uh keep it up and kind of ramp it off of the wall oh really yeah okay. and sometimes you can catch it on the right or the left side if it's not too much of a one but with the power on and everything too it's, oh yeah it's you're like, just playing with fire yeah with power there you're just throwing gasoline onto the pile mm-hmm um, so yeah, that's that. You get what five, ten, and then fifteen million. Pretty cool. It's an easy way to get some points. Um, then after 
this, you got 9 million points next to that. Pretty mm-hmm. self-explanatory again. 3, 6, and 9 million points. Um, thing multiball is next. So this is just like a lot like quick multiball. Um, it's at the right behind the vault. You lock it there, either up mm-hmm. at that mini little metal ramp in the middle or um, around the back. Um. Oh yeah, it's it's like a hurry up multiball, isn't it? So yeah, I believe so. Starts counting down from fifteen minutes or fifteen million, and the faster that you hit it to get the ball to thing, the more your jackpot is worth. And then it starts a two ball multiball, I believe, and your jackpots are qualified at that the amount that you hurry up or hit the shot at. So get as many of those as as you can before it's done. Um, I guess one thing that we haven't, oh, wait, there's two, okay, there's two more mansion rooms and I'll mention it. Uh, Raise the Dead. That's a, that's out in the, the pop bumpers again. Mm-hmm. A 30 second time bonus or timed round. This is, I was kind of thinking about that with Graveyard at Max, but yeah, I'm, I goofed up. Um, when my thinking, not my speaking at least. But yeah, this is like a, uh, like a free for all. Um, almost mamushka like mode with the pop bumpers instead. Mm-hmm. So they're all going to be, that's going to be every hit to the jet bumper is going to add to the raise the dead bonus. The bumpers are going to flash, uh, even though this award has nothing to do with the normal status of the jets. Um, it's all going to go in flashing mode. So this scores, shoot each bumper four times to score 3 million points. Each bumper hit is also worth uh, 100K, and then raise the dead bonus begins at 2 million. So it's worth quite a few points. Um, only if only head there if you feel comfortable getting out of the graveyard. But um, it's not. You're at least going to get two million whether or not you hit a pop bumper. And then right next to that is the extra ball. Mm-hmm. One of the few or one of the many that you can get. Twelve, um, right? Well, nine. Oh, because three of those are your regular gameplay balls. Right. Yeah. So you can get th- what three extra balls per round. Right. 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 Um. I know that this is one way, obviously, and then I think the other way, I know one's the bear kick. I forget what the third one is. You'd have to read Andy's article again. <laughs> yes, go to skill-shot.com yeah. and read Andy's articles. <laughs> Search for Adams, A-D-D-A-M-S, or Andy, yeah. A-N-D-Y. <laughs> Excuse me. Anyways, so extra ball is the same shot from, like, the skill shot and... Uh, Quick multi-ball start, blah, 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 right behind the vault. That's just lit until it's um, <clears throat> collected, which can be pretty handy. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you... Okay, so the, what I was going to mention now is that the way that you change the rooms is all dependent on the pop bumpers. Those Each, each hit to the pop bumper in normal gameplay toggles the room. Okay. So it will always start out with Mamushka lit just by default. But if you hit a pop bumper before you hit a room, it's going to go to the next room over or whatever it does. And um, that's what the next room that you'll be dealing with. But you don't have any opportunity to double up on a room. Once it's done, it's done. And after that, you go to tour the mansion. Graham, have you ever toured the mansion? You know that I haven't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it before we started this episode. How yes. dare you bring up my shame? <laughs> no, I was playing at a flip flip earlier before Kayla and I met up to come over and uh, record the podcast, and I I was getting kind of close. I, I had most of the rooms checked off, and I was thinking I might just do this, and yeah. I did not do it. But uh, that's that's kind of my personal goal at this point for the Adams family is to mm-hmm. tour the mansion. It'll happen. I it, just need to dedicate myself to it. Definitely will. And man, does it feel cool when you do it, <laughs> especially when you do it twice, because <laughs> I've done that before, too. Well, well, well. Aren't we fancy? <laughs> yeah. I think my highest score is like 670. That's pretty it's pretty, pretty epic. Nice. I think mine's like 270 or 300 million. It's pretty good. I think I got lucky with some multi-ball jackpots to mm-hmm. get there. Well, So you get 50 million from your first tour. Huge. Yeah. Like so, like even if you don't do jack shit on like the the mansion rooms that you just went through, whatever you're getting fifty million. Who gives a damn? Mm-hmm. You probably went tournament game that way anyways. <laughs> um, specials light up. Uh, all the th- like it goes through this whole thing where it's like 
seance, three million, six million, nine million, all the things that you've done are like, like it's like your life is flashing behind before your eyes there. Um, so let's see. I don't, I don't last too long after I tore the mansion, so I don't really actually know what happens after that. But let's, I'm going to read off this tutorial here. Uh, another extra ball is lit from the from touring the mansion. Um, each of the remaining room rounds is started one at a time in the following order: Mamushka, Cousin It, Seance, Tunnel Hunt, Race the Dead, and Thing Multiball. The first five are all timed and end as soon as the timer expires or you drain. Thing multiball ends if you fail to start the round, usually by shooting the uh, thing eject behind the vault, or if you do start two ball play when you return to, to one ball. So basically you're just getting like victory laps of all the rooms. Um, and it looks like they start in a certain order, but yeah, you just want to keep on <laughs> ramping chair and ramping chair. And I feel like once you've done that, might as well play a multi-ball, right? Like Why you've not? already played two at that point, <laughs> which is fun. But you could go for the regular lock in the chair, and now you've done it. Uh, it's showtime, multi-ball. Pretty cool uh, multi-ball start on it. If you've never done it, you should probably check it out. The Indeed. game just shuts down after all. Julia yells at you, <laughs> and you might think you broke it, but just wait. There's some balls coming for you. And classic Pat Waller style, your jackpot shot is the upper ramp or the train or the train wreck. Which I actually I think train wreck's just like a added thing that you can do during the game that gives you points. I don't know that it really gives you anything very special. Let me see. Do you know anything about the train wreck targets? I don't know too much about the train wreck targets aside from how to hit them and <laughs> that it is satisfying when I do it. Yeah. Womp womp. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Yeah, it scores 1 million. Uh, yeah, I oh. don't know how it accumulates. Each train wreck prevents the graveyard value from resetting at the beginning of the next ball. Oh, really? That's pretty cool. That's very interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. On normal settings, four train wrecks slice an extra ball. So that's where your other one comes from. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Excellent. And then, so, since, are you pretty confident with multi-ball? Me, personally? Yeah. I mean, I know how to, how to, um, how do you get start it moving. It? How do I start it? Well, that main multi-ball is just spell greed. It's kind of the way you go after it. And you've so got that. grave. Grave? Mm-hmm. G-R-A-V-E. Why would uh, I spell grave? Let's spell greed. <laughs> that's what it says here. It's the uh, stand-up targets, isn't it? Hmm. Well, I just keep on nailing that. Uh, oh yeah. Well, you spell great. There. Sorry, I think I just happened to be looking at the wrong part of this tutorial at the same okay. time. <laughs> yeah, you do spell greed on the bookshelf. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And then it says greed, and then mm -hmm. it goes and moves. Man, I think more than anything else, like I might not be very good at the game, but the sounds are so indelible. Yeah. Like. Uh, shout out to what is his name chris graner uh yes chris graner shout out to excellent sound design on the adams family like it's pretty cool i can't think of a game that stands out in my mind more clearly more vividly than the adams family um, yeah you can always tell when someone's playing it and the one yeah. it flip flips pretty loud now that we've got the wall built up between mm. the, the machines and the portholes yes i can hear it from sitting at the bar if someone's playing it if i'm like i want to i feel like playing adams right now i'll hear it Look, everybody. I'm like, oh, I'll just sit here then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of uh, that wall and the portholes, mm -hmm. uh, I really like taking pictures of mostly the bartenders. It's mostly like Blake and Katie that I take yeah. pictures of uh, through the portholes. But if you have a great porthole picture, send it in at skillshoppincast <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> um, hashtag porthole pinball. I don't know. Hashtag porthole pinball. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, what else do we is is there to cover? Like I'm out of my depth at this point. Um, there are those little Easter eggs, like oh, that's true. Um, okay, that you can do before the game starts that just give you cows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it's a so classic it's so Williams points, thing, but it's just it's just for fun yeah. and shits and giggles. Um, you can what is it? Cows attacking each other with chainsaws, something like that. That's pretty cool. Mm hmm. Um, and what we also didn't talk about, so there's codes, Graham's looking up the codes now. It's like, 
basically you're entering one of the programmer's initials. Um, and it doesn't cost you a credit. It's something you can do for free mm-hmm. in attract mode. That's yeah, just a fun thing. So settle the fuck down. It's going to be all right. <laughs> you just approach the game. You're, you're listening to our voices calmly, filtering through your headphones or earbuds. And we're telling you that you approach the game. You don't put money in. You hit the left flipper seven times, the start button once, the right flipper 14 times, the start button once, the left flipper 20 times, the start button once, and then you'll see Doho, and there'll be a chainsaw blade. You'll see yeah. <laughs> Doho on the chainsaw blade that mm-hmm. the right cow is holding because cows and chainsaws, why not? Right. And we don't know what happens after that. Who does? <laughs> Probably say. Dwight Sullivan. I don't know. Um, there's a design team one that you can get as well. That's 13 left flippers, uh, one start button, one right flipper, one start button, two left flippers, one start button. Very good. Just fun little Easter eggs. And then there's the special collector's edition. Uh, there is a second cows one that you can get Mm -hmm. by hitting 12 left flippers, one start, five right flippers, one start, four left flippers, one start. So if you find yourself confronted with that, you got another cow to Mm -hmm. go after. Which there's only a thousand of them, so yeah. I mean, I I feel like I get to play a lot of gold editions, though. It uh, looks pretty cool. I'm looking at a picture of it. I'm not going to describe it to you, dear listener. I want you to find it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Go get it yourself. Uh, and then also on the gold edition, I think what a lot of people think that it's bullshit to play in tournament um, because uh, things hide out. Oh right, or right. Cousin, it's hideout. I mean, so you can get like. Cousin, it's sunglasses for five million points randomly. Mm-hmm. You can get his gold chain for twenty million, which is like off the walls crazy. You can get what his hairbrush for like three million points or something. Yeah, all these like crazy added extra extra points up to twenty million or to an extra ball too. Yeah, yeah, you can get the gold pinball of Cousinets for an extra ball to, or light an extra ball. There's also a Cousinets bag of gold that you can uh, do to light the special. Oh, that's the special, right? Yeah. yeah. Very good. There are a couple other differences. There's a super seance uh, mm-hmm. where the seance is sometimes replaced with super seance and uh, each knock is worth five million more than the usual seance. That's there are a couple true. other things like that too. Uh, Wednesday and Pugsley's Secret Passage. When awarded the $3 million room, you will also get another random room not yet lit. We totally talked about that. Did we? Yeah. I'm sorry. I sometimes <laughs> don't retain everything that we've said okay. over the last 45 minutes. Yeah. That's when I was saying the gold edition room when you go through the $3 million. Right, right, right. Of course. Um, I don't know. I think that's about a You get bonus X that, that mm-hmm. happens from the going through the pop bumpers on the left. Um, your graveyard at 5x when it's coming through there um, around the pop bumpers. It's a good time to hit your swamp mm-hmm. so you can get up to 5 million points or uh, times 5. Uh, what else? Yeah, light two bear kicks on the left side. It's one of the rollovers that you can do. Mm-hmm. And then you hit your bear kicks. You can, I think you max out at 99 bear kicks. And once you get like a certain number of them, I can't remember, I think it's like 30 or 50 bear kicks it starts sponsoring spotting mansion rooms every other ramp shot or something like that hmm. i don't know i don't i haven't hit that many bear kick ramps so i certainly never have yeah so if you do write into us at skillshot podcast yeah I, so if you're andy yeah, or lonnie if you're andy just tap us on the shoulder next time you yeah. see us um that's about right. it for Gosh. me okay well if that's it for you i definitely don't have anything new to add so I guess we're going to wrap this business up, uh, but we've got a couple things that we want to mention. Uh, first of all, we got a couple new Patreon uh, donors. Uh, thank you, Chris Bronson and a- Andreas Peterson for uh, jumping on. You can also... Andreas is the uh, the one who started MatchPlay. He developed the MatchPlay software. Oh, word. So you should also check out that. He's got a fabulous thing to offer for Pinball, too. Excellent. Yeah, and if you want to join their ranks, uh, go to patreon.com slash skillshot. Uh, we really appreciate all of our donors. You help keep the lights on. Um, and uh, we want to shout out, uh, we want to give a shout out to Jared, mm-hmm. uh, one of our awesome listeners who invited Kayla and I out for uh, drinks and fun uh, a couple yeah. weeks ago. And we had a blast with him. That was really great. It was a really fun night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thanks so much, Jared. He just said, hey, I like what you guys have going on. I'd like to take you out for a couple drinks and play some pinball with you and just chat. 
And who and, are we to say no? Right. And, and he was a lot of fun. He was yeah. a cool dude. And now he's on my pinball team. Word. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Making friends. Season starts on Monday. Excellent. Mm-hmm. We're the pin pals from the episode when Homer Simpson starts a, a bowling yep. team with Apu. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Um, anything else you want to plug in particular? Um, we just had Babes in Pinland last week. Mm-hmm. I won my tournament for the first time in three years that I've been running it, which is pretty cool. So congratulations to me. Congratulations <laughs> to you. Yeah. That's really exciting. <laughs> yeah. It's usually a little bit too hard to run it and do well in while you're... Yeah. And yet somehow you managed it. Yeah, this time I did around. it. <laughs> We're all very proud of you. Yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> hmm. th- oh, and then also Jared, also he sent us a Excel spreadsheet that he's been working on for the whole year, uh, tracking prices and availability of pinball machines in the Fugit Sound area, which is pretty cool. That's very cool. I... That's about all I got. <laughs> no, that's pretty good, though. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And I actually haven't taken a look at that spreadsheet. I, I saw a tell of it. But when mm-hmm. it, usually when I see that you've responded to an email, and I don't know if maybe you do the same thing, but usually if I see that you've responded to an email, like I kind of just set it to the side and I don't worry about it. I still read the responses. Oh, well, you're much more diligent than I am. <laughs> um, well, I don't really have anything to plug in particular, uh, so I guess I'll just go through our regular plugs of, uh, you know, mm-hmm. write to us at skillshotpincast at gmail.com. We always like to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear next if we do... We'll, we'll do more Skillshot showcases, uh, Kayla and I, so we would love to know what games you would like to hear a showcase yeah. about. Um, if you have other just guests or topics that you would like us to cover, too, we'd mm-hmm. love to hear that. Or if you just uh, if you want to kick it like Jared did. That was a lot of fun. That, that was, was really, really cool. fun. Uh, again, donate on patreon.com slash Skillshot. It helps uh, make sure that we can uh, churn out those zines, that we can... Uh, you know, take care of other ancillary costs. We can uh, buy sure beer that, for folks at yeah. the folding parties to make, make sure, sure that... Brad cuts his beard. That's know? right. That, yeah. that needs to happen from time to time. It really does. It starts to look a little homeless. <laughs> Just a little bit. Um, uh, also, follow us on, uh, on Twitter at Skillshot. Uh, we're on Facebook, and we're also we're on Facebook both for Skillshot and Skillshot Pincast. Mm-hmm. So follow us, like us both spots there and if you guys somehow have also have an interest in horror movies i was just recently on another podcast of my friend pierce and jay all on the east coast and it's called the cat cave cinema podcast i was on there for two episodes talking about the babadook from 2014 that is so, a great movie yeah it is so you can listen to me talk about it for an hour one of the users on soundcloud commented like i, I wish that this was the commentary for the movie I was oh, like, oh what a nice compliment that's huge so yeah that exists All right. Are we missing anything? I don't think so. All right. Well, thanks for listening uh, to episode 35 with us, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Later. Bye.